When I saw this morning's staff, I was um, about to call Rabbi Horowitz and tell him to do this year this morning. Because <laughs> it's a difficult daf and it's, and it's very technical. Uh, and we have to find the matron. What's the, where's the hidden treasure? Um, but, but it's quite amazing if one gets into this. Again, it's complicated. I'm just going to touch on it. The, the question the Gemara asks um, uh, on the Flamidalid on the base is uh, Rava asks the question of Rav Nachman. Shabbos mahu shitikba mukta lamaisa bedava shalonig mera melachto. It's a complicated situation. Um, at what point does produce become chayev b'maisa? What point do you have to take maisa off produce? So there are a lot of conditions that have to be there to, to actually put the time <coughs> until that moment you can eat the food, the fruit or the produce without taking maisa. But there's a point at which you can't eat it any longer unless you've taken maisa. One of the things is that there needs to be gemar melachai. It needs to be processed. To a certain point, and, then, and a lot of halacha deals with what, what level of processing does it need to get to. It needs to get to a point of, um, of, of processing and um, where, where it's a, a, a finished article. And the Gemara asks, does Shabbos, if something is semi-finished, it's like, like there's a, dry, a kind of a dried fruit, so you've got to take it through the drying, but they don't use it as dried fruit, they normally press it afterwards as well. But some people eat it dried before it's pressed, so it's in this intimate stage, intermediate stage. Can Shabbos, the, the fact that it's set aside for Shabbos, can that be its fini- the, finish, it, the finishing of its work? So that concept, that a moment in time can constitute an end of a production. How does that work? What's the relationship of time and the production? Mi Amrina, do we say, Kivan dichtiv v'karata Shabbat onig? Do we say, since it says, and you shall call Shabbos Oneg, that's a posuk in Yeshayahu, Kava'ah, that, that fixes it and makes it chayef b'maiseh. Even if it's not completely processed, that completes the processing. The fact that it's now set aside for Shabbos. Or maybe, no, that only works if the, if the produce is complete. So Rav Nachman answers, Shabbat kovat ben bedavar shenigmaram lachto, ben bedavar shenigmaram lachto. Shabbos does finish off the production process. How does that work? What's that got to do with production? So the Gemara said, because it says, v'karata Shabbat oneg, says Rashi, kivan de'akri achila didei oneg, since the food on Shabbos, the eating on Shabbos, the food on Shabbos is called oneg, kevaah. So when, when you've set this aside for Shabbos and Shabbos comes in, this food is no longer food, it's now oneg. It gets a different name. That's an unbelievable concept. You don't have an egg on Shabbos, you don't have a piece of chicken on Shabbos, you don't even have a chult on Shabbos. You have oneg. There are different forms of oneg. Oneg is a different commodity. It, it take, it's, it's so interesting. You try it the Shabbos. Please pass me some oneg. Which oneg? The chont oneg, the, the chicken oneg, the... Whatever oneg you want, but it's oneg. Each time you say oneg, it will remind you of what you're doing. This is all for the reason you're eating is not because you're hungry. It's different from other days of the week. The reason that you're eating is only because of oneg. So the food changes its its metzius, it changes its name. And you, we, we've talked often about in halacha. What's important is the classification, the name. What is it called? So the food on Shabbos is called oneg. Since ikri achila didei oneg kavaa. So what happens when you've set the food aside now for Shabbos? You've said this is now a product. 
It's no longer figs that still have to be dried and pressed and canned and all that. This is oneg, and it's already oneg. It's going to be used for Shabbos in one form or another. So I've converted it from raw material into oneg. She'en ba od shem arai. So it's no longer considered arai, just casual eating. You're walking around in the field and you're picking an apple. There you don't have to, you don't need maiser. But once it's fixed for a purpose, it becomes el shem keva. Then it becomes keva, something which is purposed. And as such, once the food is purposed, it's chayev b'maisa, you've got to take maisa. That's how the Shabbos works. What I want to look at is about Yom Tif, and there's an interesting machlokis about Yom Tif. Says the Me'iri, ra'iti yom tif The Shabbos and Yom Tif are the same for this purpose. Now we're going to move from the technical side of, of maisa, and does this make it maisa or not, which is where the Gemara starts. And as, as I discussed in, the, um, in, in a recent matmon, it's, it's interesting how we see uh, in the case of how Rav taught the din of, of Chomtin, the din on, on, on Yom Tov, of being able to take off the little black edge of a wick, and from that Rav works out and, and talks about all these dinim of how to treat a poor person and all the, all the things that we learned. So here too, we're learning a technical thing about whether Shabbos is Kovea for, for Meiser or not, but let's really move in to learn from here more about Shabbos and Yom Tov. So the Me'iri says that some Goenim say that Yom Tif is the same. So you see already from his words, this is not simple. This is quite an issue. Is Yom Tif like Shabbos or isn't it? And he says, yes, it is. The Shaira Melech. Shaira Melech is interesting because we know so little about him. 18th century, he, he, he was a, a, a Godel Yisrael in Turkey. We don't know a lot about him except his Sefer. The Shaira Melech is almost all we know about him. Uh, we know other little bits and pieces, but the Shaira Melech, is such a great sefer and was accepted by all the by all the lomdim. It's a sefer on the Rambam, but through the Rambam he explores the whole of Shas. So the Shara Melech is incredibly authoritative and powerful. It says the Shara Melech, the Chihechi, the Shabbos Kovas Lamaisa Achinami Yomtuf, Yomtuf as well, because the Rambam says in Perek Vov Melchus Yomtuf Din Yud Zayin. It's not Yud Zayin. It's actually Tet Zayin. The Cheshem Shemitzvah lechabed et Hashabbat ulaango kachol yomim toiv mishenem alakadosh shem etc. And I bring you the Rambam there. Cheshem Shemitzvah lechabed Shabbat ulaanga kachol yomim toivim. Just as there's a mitzvah to be maanig Shabbos, there's a mitzvah to be maanig Yom Tov. There's no difference, as it says in Yeshayahu lekedosh Hashem mechubad vechol yomim toivim neemar bahem mikra kodesh. And since it says lekedosh Hashem mechubad. In that same posuk, it's talking about Kedosh Hashem, and Yom Tov is called Kodesh. Therefore, the Yom Tov is included in the din of Oneg. And then the Rambam tells you how, how you ma'anig Yom Tov, what you need to do, it's the way you eat, it's what you eat. It's you've got to be ma'anig your wife, you've got to, you, you, so the men eat meat and, and wine, and you've got to bring, get, get gifts for the women, and you've got to have guests at your table. There's a way to create Oneg Yom Tov. And the Rambam goes into it. That Oineg is the same on Shabbos and Yom Tif, and therefore, says the Shar HaMelech, it, it, the din of Kovea Lameisa applies on Yom Tif just as much as it applies on Shabbos, no different. And the Biragro explains, the, the Vilnagon explains why that is, and again, based uh, the same as the Shar HaMelech, at, at the end it says, And Yom Tov is not mentioned separately, Surely the Novi would say, you've got to keep Shabbos, but, and what about Yom Tov? Would the Novi say, you've got to keep Shabbos and not mention Yom Tov? So clearly, when he says Shabbos, he's including Yom Tov. And that Posuk is referring to Shabbos and Yom Tov together.
However, in the same period as the Shar HaMelech, in the 18th century, we have the Tzlach, the Noida Yehuda is the Rov in Prague, who's also very, very powerful. And the Noida Yehuda in Prague, so we've got the Shar HaMelech in Turkey, we've got the Noida Yehuda in Prague. I don't know if the Noida Yehuda had seen the Shar HaMelech or not. Um, and he goes through and says, With this din of, of Kovea Lamaise, Yom Tov is not Kovea. So he drew, separates Shabbos and Yom Tov as far as Oneg is concerned. Yes, there's a din of Oneg, but for this purpose, you can't extend, you can't apply the din of Oneg that applies to Shabbos. You can't just ex- expand that to Yom Tov. <coughs> and it's true, the Rambam says, says that you can, but he doesn't talk about this din. He just talks about that there's a chiyuv to have Oneg on Shabbos. And it's true, the Shukhan says, Yes, you've got to be Oneg. But there's a difference. What is the difference that Tzlach is talking about? So that Tzlach is, is agreeing. You can't not agree. After all, you've got the Rambam, you've got the Shulchan Aruch. You can't not agree that there's a chiyuv oinig on Yom Tif. Clearly there is. If there's a chiyuv and oinig on Yom Tif, and the Vilna Gon says in that case, there's no difference. Oinig of Yom Tif and Shabbos, and it, 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 it's no difference. The, the Tzlach must agree with all that. Yet even though the Tzlach agrees, the Noida Yehuda agrees that there's a chiyuv oineg on Yom Tov. You've got to have pleasure on Yom Tov. You've got to eat and drink and entertain people. You've got, like on Shabbos. So in that way, Shabbos and Yom Tov is the same. Yet there's something about that oineg that doesn't translate into the din about Maise, which is on our page. And I want to tell you what I think it is. Why, where, the, the, why, where the Tzlach is coming from, and, and why, um, and, and why, for the way I understand it, it, it makes so much sense. If you look at the Posuk, Im Tashiv Mishabat Raglecha Asot Chafatzecha Biyom Kutshi, we learned it a few days ago. The Karata Le Shabbat Oneg. What does the Targum Yonason translate? The Karata Le Shabbat Oneg. Uta'ara Le Shabta Betafnukin Le Kadisha Dashem. And you should declare Shabbos with, deli- with delicacies. For the Kedusha of Hashem. What's the declare? You should eat delicacies on Shabbos, I understand. What's the declaration? What's the, and, and, and the Posuk says, Vakorata. The Posuk says, declare, there's something verbal going on. And so far, we've seen nothing verbal. We've just seen you've got to have fish and you've got to have meat and wine on Shabbos. And so, nothing about the Karata. Where, where, where does that come from? And what do we do with that word, Vakorata? And the Targum Yonason translate, Uta'ara, and declare Shabbos. Betafnukin with, with delicacies. What's that declaration? So that's the Gemara we had back on Tezayin Amadalef, if you remember. What did Hillel used to do? Every day of the week, he used to find a, a, a delicacy and he used to set aside for Shabbos. And remember, we said, we passed like, like Shammai because the Ozarua said, the two brought it, that, that Shammai actually agreed, that Beis Hillel agrees that Beis Shammai is the right way to do it. And what did Beis Shammai do? He would, he would find something. And then if he found something better, he would eat the first thing, and then he would keep the second thing for Shabbos. And the, and the posuk that he brings, explains Rashi, back on Dafte Zayin, There's a special din on Shabbos. The din on Shabbos is you have to start keeping Shabbos on Sunday. Shabbos is not a once-a-week thing. Shabbos is an all-week thing. That's the Chidush of Beis Hillel and Beis Shama and that piece of Gomorrah and that Rashi brings Michad Shavecha Lishvatecha Me'echad b'Shabbat Shelcha Tein Libcha L'Shabbat Haba'ah 
from Sunday start counting up, and that's why we say the mizmashilim. Uh, but the Mizmah we always say the Rishon L'Shabbos, Sheni L'Shabbos, we count, we're constantly counting up for Shabbos. But it's more than counting up for Shabbos. What does Beit Shammai teach us? You prepare for Shabbos on Sunday and on Monday and on Tuesday. And how do you prepare it? What does the Gemara say? Kol Shabbat, Omer Zu L'Shabbos. Why does he have to say Omer Zu L'Shabbos? Put it aside. Why does he just put it aside for Shabbos? That's what Beit Shammai used to do. So he would declare every day, this is set aside for Shabbos. That's the karata le Shabbat oneg. What does Targum say? Oneg means tafnukin, delicacies. So you take a delicacy during the week, the karata le Shabbat, and declare it for Shabbos. That's what you do. This whole din that we're learning in our, on our daf about about being able to set aside for Maisa, we're talking about as the Gemara goes on and talks about, you've got to declare it. You've actually got to say it. In the Mishnah at, at the very top of Lamedalev, Omer mikan ani ochel lemachar. You've actually got to say, for this to work, you've got to say, I'm going to eat this set of fruit tomorrow. You've got to say that. This is for Shabbos. And the Chachoim say, you've actually got to make a mark and say from here to here is going to be used for Shabbos. There's a declaration involved because Shabbos needs a declaration. So, of course, everybody is right that Yom Tov and Shabbos are the same in as much as there's a mitzvah's oneg on Shabbos. Yes, there's a mitzvah's oneg on Shabbos. Of course there is. But there's not of a karata, the Shabbat oneg. That there isn't, the, the din of Korea doesn't apply by Yom Tov. There's no din that you've got to start keeping Yom Tov from, we now, Sukkot is over, that we've got to start putting food away for Pesach right now and set. There's no such din. Even a week before Pesach, there's no such din. This din of Hillel and Shammai that they used to put aside food for Shabbos and Yom Tov, that, for Shabbos, that's unique to Shabbos. And it's from that din that we learn that, that it's Kovea Lemaisa. What's Kovea Lemaisa? The fact that you actually declare, you've actually got to make a declaration. And the, the idea of on whole declaring something as an oinig for Shabbos, that is something that is unique to Shabbos and doesn't apply to Yom Tif. So if you look at all the, all the quotations that we have, other than the, the, the Me'iri, who says, Yom Tif, by the way, elsewhere the Me'iri contradicts himself. So I'm not terribly worried that the Me'iri says that Shabbos and Yom Tif are the same in this way. Um, but other than the Shair HaMelech, uh, it's true, the Rambam says... Shabbos is, Yom Tov is like Shabbos for Oinig, but he doesn't say Legabi Maisa. He doesn't say it does the Maisa trick. The Shulchan Aruch says, Tzarek Lechabdu Shabbos, but he doesn't say it does the Maisa trick. The Beer Agro explains the Shulchan Aruch, but he doesn't say it does the Maisa trick. Says the Noida Beudu that Tzlach, it does not do the, the Maisa trick. Even though there's a mitzvah Oinig on Shabbos, it doesn't do the, the Maisa trick. And what I've explained to you now is that in order to do the Maisa trick, you've got, there's got to be Kriya, You've got to declare it, and declaration, the karata, the Shabbat, oneg, that's a din that applies specifically to Shabbat. There's no din kriya for, um, for, for Yom Tif, and therefore the din of Kovea Lemaiser doesn't apply by, uh, by, by Yom Tif, as the, as the Noi Debi in fact says. So we see from there also, we've been talking a lot recently about the differences between Shabbos and Yom Tif and how different they really are. Here's another difference, that Shabbos starts during the week, Yom Tif starts when Yom Tif comes in. Um, and Shabbos is uh, that idea of Oineg, the idea of the of the Targum Yonason to understand, and the, the and the idea of Rashi on on our on on our daf, 
that kivan de ikriya chila de oneg, that food on Shabbos is called oneg. That's what, that's what it's actually called. It's called oineg. It's a different commodity. And we create that oineg during the week by setting us aside for Shabbos the way Hillel and Shammai does. And that's why it's koveya, um, as Rav Nachman uh, says to Rav.